to make or create wealth that he may confirm his covenant which he swore to your fathers as it is this day. In other words, God doesn't want it just for us alone. He wants to flow through us. It's not just to confirm his covenant to you. It's to confirm his covenant in general, which means he wants to flow it through you. He wants to bring abundance through you in that way. But we've got work to do. Say it with me again. God wants me to increase to abundance in every area. We've got work to do. One last verse, Deuteronomy 28, 12. Deuteronomy 28, 12. And if you know about Deuteronomy 28, it lays out the blessings and the curse. The blessings and the curse. Deuteronomy 28, 12 says, The Lord will open for you his good storehouse, the heavens, to give rain to your land in its season and to bless all the work of your hand, and you shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. You'll lend to how many? Many. many. You know, you got to be in some abundance to be operating like that. You got to be in abundance to lend in the first place. But notice he doesn't pour out his blessing, just, just I'm blessing you, point blank, that's it. No, there's a specific thing that he says, to bless the work yeah. of your hand. To bless the work. God wants us to put the blessing to work. To put the blessing to work. He says, I'll give you, I'll give rain. He says, I'll open his good storehouse, the heavens, to give rain to your land in its season and to bless. You realize that all the rain in the world won't bless an unplanted seed. All the, all the rain in the world won't bless an unplanted seed. In other words, there had to be somebody who prepared the field, who planted, who tended to it, who did the work. We're called to be blessed and walk in abundance. We have a short period of time here on the earth to get about the work of the Father. No matter how young or how old, we're called to get about His work. And see, many times there's people that can't be blessed with the abundance because if God blessed them with the abundance, they wouldn't get to work. And if they wouldn't get to work, God says, I need to give it to somebody who would get to work. Haven't you seen in the Bible the principle that he's going to give more to the person who will do right with it? And so who wants to be the person that walks in more abundance? Then that means we've got to set our heart to be the people that will get about the work and not be put off to the side one way or the other. If somebody, you know, I don't like this or I do like this. We're not set to the side one way or the other. The devil doesn't get us off track, not one little bit. But Lord, I'll be about the work. And if you can imagine a train, I'll just keep chugging. I'll just keep chugging. I'll just keep chugging. I don't care what hits me. I don't care what the devil tries to throw. I don't care how he tries to derail. Lord, I'm just going to keep chugging and doing the work for the kingdom. I won't be set aside. I won't be knocked off. I won't be entangled with the world stuff looking somewhere else. I'll just keep chugging, doing the work, doing the work. And God says, that person I can bless. That person I can bless. That person I can bless. And not only can I bless it, bless them, I can get them in abundance. So when we purpose in our heart to be a sower, of the work of God. 
God says, I'll give them the supernatural strength to do it. I'll give them the abundance that they need, and I'll overflow their life. It's time for an awakening. But if you remember that message, it starts with the church. And we have to wake up to the work that God's called us to. And we're going to do it. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. We're going to do it. Hallelujah. I want you to go, and I want to, I want to pray for any increase and abundance in people's lives today. And I want to pray for healing, and I want to pray for anything that you need. But I want you to start receiving that right now. Don't wait on me to lay hands on you. You have a fellowship and an intimacy with God yourself. And I want you to turn to Luke chapter 22. You know, many people I've found don't realize what they already have. Many people don't have, don't realize what they already have and where they're already seated. And so they wait and they try to get it perfect before they move instead of just taking what's in their hand. The feeding of the 5,000, the feeding of the 4,000. They didn't have it perfect. They were in a wilderness with not much, not enough to feed everybody. But they said, Lord, here's what we have. Here's what we have. Put it to work. What do you have right now? What do you have? Oh, just everything in Jesus. You've got it all. You've got a relationship and an intimacy with him that's waiting on us to move into that intimacy. You've got everything because he's given you his, himself. You've, what this communion represents, it represents everything. Jesus, you gave me you. Lord, you gave me yourself. You were made poor so that I might be rich that I might have an abundance of your grace in everything. Lord, you've given me everything in you. Father, we praise you and we worship you. We give you the glory. I want you to see this. Look in, in Luke chapter 22, verse 14 and 15. It says, When the hour had come, he reclined at the table and the apostles with him, and he said to them, now hear his words right here, I have earnestly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. I've earnestly desired to eat this Passover with you. Now if you understand anything about the Passover, the Passover was the celebration of the breaking of the yoke of bondage. The Passover meal that they, they were remembering and celebrating who God was. God said, you will remember this Passover always. When, when God passed over the houses that had the blood on the door, when God passed over that, it represented, do you remember how they came out of Egypt? They came out of Egypt 
they were healed. The Bible says there was not one feeble amongst them. When they came out of Egypt, their pockets were full. They had, they had spoiled the Egyptian. When they came out of Egypt, there was not one more bondage on them except, except what they would receive to themselves. See, the only problem that the Israelites had in the desert was their own thinking because God had broken everything off. Now, we have the institution right here in Luke chapter 22 of the Lord's Supper where the Passover went from being simply a, a, a powerful but a Jewish tradition to the institution of where we receive the blood of the Lamb for all times to mark a blood on the door and a body that was given so that our body could be full and a blood that was shed to give us protection and a breaking of every bondage. And I want you to see the heart of Christ. I have longed to get to this night where you make the switch from celebrating what took place to the place where you celebrate it fresh every time that you remember me. Do you know, in other words, this is what Jesus was saying, do you know what he's done? Do you know what I've done for you? Do you know the completion? Do you know, and they didn't know then, but he, now we can look back and see, do you know what's been finished on our through the blood of the Lamb and the body of, of the Lamb? Do we know what's been accomplished? Do you know that healing is in this Lord's Supper? Do you know that this is a miracle meal? It represents the love and the compassion and the complete Him giving Himself all the way down to nothing so that you and I could have abundance in everything. Healing as we esteem the body and the blood. Healing is ours. As we esteem the body and the blood, abundance is ours. As we esteem the body and the blood, freedom is ours. Everything changes. And Jesus' heart was this. I've longed to get to this day when I make the transfer of what was to what will always be. When you take the body and the blood today, don't see it as just something that happened. See it as the active miracle that's working in my life right now today. Lord, I receive your abundance. Lord, I receive your, your passing of my sin from myself to you, that I am forgiven wholly. That, Lord, the only reason curse and sickness came into the world is because of sin. But now you've dealt with sin, and therefore the curse has no place to hang on. Lord, there is no curse of lack that can hang on me because of the sins that you took for me. There's nothing that can hang on me because of what you took on you. You took the weight of it on you that I might be free. And Lord, as we take the body and the blood today, we receive that freedom fresh. And we remember what it cost you. You know, there's no addiction that Jesus didn't pay to break off of your life. There's no mindset from, from hell, depression, that Jesus didn't pay for, but that it's broken off of our life. Lord, we receive the body and the blood. 
as a complete breaking of everything that would ever tempt us, harass us, try to hold us, we receive a breaking of it today. Lord, your body and blood, it's protection. It literally is the blood on the door of our life to keep back every destructive thing, every virus, every disease, every sickness, Lord, to keep back every destructive thing of debt and debt collectors and the bondage of that, to keep back every destructive thought, to, to keep, keep back and hold back and break it down forever, destroy the works of the devil in my life that has held my mind in bondage, my anything, my body in bondage, my finances in bondage, my mouth in bondage, my eyes in bondage. Lord, you broke it all. Yeah. And Father, we receive it today. I want you just to close your eyes and hold the body and the blood and remember the passion. Remember the passion with which Jesus wanted us to receive The passion that he spoke about here in Luke 22. Oh, I've longed earnestly to get this to you. In other words, with all of my core of who I am, I've wanted to have this Lord's Supper with you. I've wanted to have this last Passover with you. But not only that, I, I, I wanted it so much that although I could have escaped, called down angels, I went through every weight of sin and death for each and every one of us. God made it about us when he didn't have to. He loved you so much. And that's, that's worthy of us making everything we do about him. If he sowed fully into us, then he ought to reap us fully into him. And that's what we should commit today. Just say it with me. Just say, Jesus, today, you're my Lord. I'll do whatever you tell me to do. And I believe you died for me. I commit fresh today my faith and my servitude to you. I believe you removed every bondage, every weight, every sin, and forgave me. And I receive that forgiveness today. You've made me whole. And there's no part of the curse that can hang on a sinless being. So I receive your forgiveness in whole today and with it the removing of every bondage and moving into every blessing of abundance in every area. As we take this today, Lord, I remember the cost, your life, your body, and your blood and I make my life about you. And I receive the empowerment 
the grace to abound in every good work. Just let that sit. Thank you, Lord. Just say it with me. Say, Jesus, I ask you, baptize me with the Holy Ghost and with fire to live how you would have me live. In Jesus' name, amen. And when you feel proper in your heart and in your mind, you can take the body and the blood. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father.